Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Jays fans. It's a bit of a somber episode and mood around the Jaybird watching uh, clubhouse right now. We meet on uh, Microsoft Teams for what is now the, that's it. That's it for Blue Jays baseball in 2020. After 62 games, two games we did not think we were going to get at the start of the year, at least had some optimism that there was a chance they'd make the playoffs. But uh, yeah, it sucks. They're done. Um, and Craig and Adam, my co-hosts for this evening, I want to give you guys the floor and just sum up how you're feeling. Let the Twitterverse, let everybody tuning in on Periscope, wherever they are, listening on whatever podcasting network you choose to listen to on, let them know how you're feeling uh, about uh, the sweep and specifically how today went down. Why don't we start with you, Adam? Oh, um, well... Did catch you off guard? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I thought I might have a little bit to collect. Um, <sighs> I should have come more prepared. Look, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's literally my reaction to yeah. this. What are you going to do? Your ace comes out, throws a dud. I don't think he even top 90 all game. Um, he gave up, What uh, was it six runs to start with him? Three earned, though, wasn't it? Three earned? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it, on paper, it looks a lot better than it actually was. Just saying. Yeah, when you go, <laughs> if I were to tell you yesterday, both of you, hey, tomorrow, guarantee Blue Jays are using six pitchers, we're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. and that's exactly what happened today. And um, I, I see a lot of people pinning this again. Montoyo, again, we went over this yesterday after the game one, uh, the post game show. I don't see this being his issue. I really don't. I, I, I think he pulled him appropriately when he was supposed to be pulled. Um, Ryu just didn't have it. He didn't. And Bo had two costly errors, too, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the beginning of the game. He, they, they just weren't on their game today. They weren't disciplined enough, I suppose. And, you know, when you're dealing with a team this young, you sort of should expect it. And I... I hate saying this because it looks like I'm giving them out clauses, but I mean, guys, we didn't expect them to go to the World Series, right? I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> no. this is a giant learning experience for them, and I, it is ultimately a be there kind of moment. And what you want to think that they'll do is capitalize on this learning experience, come back next year more determined and more pissed off that they got swept out of a playoff series that otherwise they wouldn't have even been in. And maybe they'll come out more determined and more fired up. So you got to chalk this up to you. But 
I'm just glad I get to see Blue Jays postseason baseball in 2020. I, I know that sounds really optimistic and sort of defeatist in a way, but really I am. And the better team won. What are you going to do? What yeah. can you do besides, you know, it, it's different between yes, because there was a glimmer of hope at the end of yesterday's game. Yes. Today you had seven innings just to get over. Here, yes. right? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm OK. OK. So is anybody else enjoying the fact that we got to see Nate Pearson's coming out? Yeah, he did great. Uh, that, was, <laughs> that was a very positive aspect of this game. Five. Oh, was it five strikeouts and six batters? And he was pumped. Oh my God, it was so much fun to watch him. That was that was the best part for Blue Jays fans. Other than the fact that, yes, things suck, but Danny Jansen actually looks like apparently he plays better in the playoffs, but than he does in the regular season, um, or at least the bat is coming alive finally. But guys, I think Adam summed it up nice. We weren't expecting to be here in the playoffs, let alone even have maybe in a season here. Right. So there's that even that extra point to it. They were above 500. They looked good against some teams that were clearly better than them for the whole season. This is the only game today that they had were not in contention with the Tampa Bay Rays all season. True. Yesterday, they weren't blown out or anything. It was just one of those things they couldn't get over the hurdle. And Brendan, what was it? The fact that you said that they had like nine hard hit balls that were hit yes. right at people or something like that this morning when we were chit-chatting. Yeah. That is just slightly insane. Not the same story tonight, but Hey, shit happened. That really is the best thing to say. I really don't think we could have titled the episode that instead of, oh, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) It just, I'm happy we got here. It would have been nice to see a game three, at least to make it interesting. I like the idea of being swept. And honestly, I hope that they're in that same thing because coming into next spring training, I think this makes them hungry. And honestly, I was surprised that there wasn't a little bit more going on in that dugout at the end of the game anyways, because it almost looked like they were out checked out after the third inning, a la, other than Nate Pearson and Jansen. Mm. And I didn't see it, but I was hoping I would. You know, did anybody see Villar or did they mention anything on any of the feeds? That. I saw him on the dugout in one shot on the Sportsnet feed. Um, it was after Jansen's first home run. He was one of the well, he wasn't one of the first people there, but he did give him high fives and had a big smile on his face. But that was it. I can't believe they even let him in the dugout. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. But I'm surprised there isn't understand. more of a story around that whole thing. There will be. Yeah. If you're a Major League Baseball team looking for somebody like Villar this offseason and you know about that, why? how in the hell is he ever going to get a Major League Baseball job again? I really do not. Literally the most deflating thing for a person on an individual level that you could do to a ball club mm-hmm. or any team for that matter. They only like if I all of a sudden just said, sorry, guys, see you, and I'm walked out of here and left you all hanging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yep. Are we still recording? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Gone. <laughs> I, I think the only place that you could see for Jonathan VR in 2021 as a free agent, if you knew that, was a team that just started a rebuild uh, or is a year or two into it. But like, kind of like how he was on Baltimore last year. But mm-hmm. uh, is that too infectious to go and infect your youth? Would that it, be the yeah, question? It could be. It could be for sure. That's why the Marlins traded him, really, for a team that won today. The Marlins are up one nothing in their series mm-hmm. against the Cubs. Um Guys, the elephant in the room is um, the starting rotation and how that all played out. We did not get to see Taiwan Walker. The last, well, I think what we agree is probably the last time we saw Taiwan Walker. He went three innings, didn't go up ahead. He was perfect. We didn't get to see him this series. But there's still people questioning 
if it was the right decision to start Shoemaker in game one, followed by Robbie Ray and Hunjin Ryu in game two. Um, I don't know about you guys. I think there's actually two elephants in the room. So I'll start with this one. Uh, if you move, if you were handed box scores and you look at just the starters lines and you see six innings, one run, however many strikeouts, and then you look at today's when you have an inning and two thirds or an inning and a third, three earned runs, but six runs were given up by you. I think most people would have said the latter is probably game two, and that probably would be Shoemaker and Robbie Ray. And the first oh, line yeah. is probably what you're expecting from Hunjin Ryu. So let's put this to bed. Did they make the right decision with the starting rotation? Uh, Craig, I'll start with you this time on that. I'm going to summarize this. Yeah, it's a very similar COVID thing for everybody else. If I was playing the stock market right now and I played with this shitty math, I would have fucked up and been broke. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just don't. I still don't get it. The math doesn't up. It doesn't seem it doesn't say baseball to me. I don't care what it was. And if Ryu pitched today poorly because of any other extenuating circumstance and whether it was an injury, wasn't ready, couldn't mentally prep for the game, whatever it was, I just don't see why we at least if he's not doing it, Walker should have. We we did not use one of our best assets in this series mm-hmm. and didn't even get a chance to. Should have used something. Adam. Um, are we assuming the same results? Uh, yes. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right? It See, doesn't matter. You know, I, I'm not trying to dismiss the question. It just it doesn't sure. matter. Um, it, I will say this: we are speculating as to whether or not um, Ryu was hurt. Uh, to me, he looked uncomfortable. Yes. Um, I don't know if it was a physical physical discomfort, if it was sort of just getting mentally rattled. Um, and Brendan, you've mentioned this on a previous episode how when while with the Dodgers, he wasn't you know lights out. Um, maybe he's just got that David Price syndrome that he's just not effective enough in the playoffs. I don't know. I'm just speculating here. And that doesn't mean I, I regret having him. I don't. No. But uh, maybe it's just a hurdle that he needs to get over. And moreover, uh, Ben Nicholson-Smith tweeted out that Montoyo said that Rio's fine. He's fine. He just, he just didn't have the fastball. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it was the right call because you have to level out. First of all, we talk about which one is true is it ryu was experiencing you know soreness and wanted the extra day and he was granted that wish or was it no the analytics say you perform better on an extra day's rest and this is the reason they gave Mm. we'll never know yeah um but if if it was the latter then I question the decision especially if ryu was like no I want to go out game one yeah yeah. I question the decision. Um, moreover, if we talked about yesterday with Shoemaker, if you're going to trot him out game one, you trot him out for more than three innings. Again, we talked about the miscommunication. Nothing really you can do about that now. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I just don't know that we can pinpoint specific situations and say this is the reason why they lost because I think it was a bunch of things. But, Craig, more to your point, Baseball is a game that you have to sort of feel out, and I know mm-hmm. you want to algorithm the shit out of it, and uh, that's where baseball is sort of trending, and I understand the value of it. I'm not trying to you know, disregard that and make it seem worthless, but there comes a time where intuition and there comes a time where the feel for the game is, is valuable, and you, it's, you can't really uh, quantify or make that into a statistic. Uh, these are intangibles, so... 
it depends on which side of the aisle you land on. If you if you agree with me that intangibles are important, they do exist, and we sh- ought to at least acknowledge them. And maybe I'm not saying game plan entirely around them, but when a situation calls for it, you utilize it. Or you're just going to go by the numbers. Seems to me Blue Jays are going by the numbers. So we have to live and die by this. They got to the postseason as a result, but maybe a, a sense of flexibility would do them well into the next season. I've been a firm believer that this is at least a 50-50 argument between sabermetrics, all the math, and the eye test. There yep. is no way you get past any of this kind of stuff going too far one direction or the other. Baseball is baseball. There's a game. I'm sorry. Regardless of what's going to happen, the computer cannot predict everything. Or at least, you know, we're not at that point where computers can predict that kind of crap. Um, You know, it's not Skynet taking over the world of baseball here. It's math and hard math that somebody is sitting there and crushing numbers. And I think that helps you form a really good game plan. But the problem is you need to know, and I think this is where the issue has been with the Blue Jays all season, it's this part that we've seen the last two days is the microcosm of the whole problem in general. I think you need to know when it is valuable to follow that data and when Mm -hmm. you should be able to go with the gut feel and have a pair to go away from your game plan because that's how the moment is taking things instead of that. I think metrics are a great way to compare players. I think especially young players, if you can get the data out of the Meyer League system, that is the best thing you can possibly get to know if this guy is trending in the right direction or he's just having bad luck whatever it might be that is the exact reason why alejandro kirk is in this uniform right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. if you want to make that argument the guy doesn't on paper he looks like he's not going to be a major league baseball player but when (laughs) you start looking at the intangibles all the other stuff he brings to the team and the fact that there is something to the actual cold calculated numbers with alejandro kirk that makes him look like he's going to be somebody that stands out this is how a lot of guys get out there and it's what happens there's got to be somewhere in that balance and i don't think the blue jays have that balance at the moment yeah, I'm all for numbers shaping decisions off the hop. Like if uh, it, like the, the way they decided to do the rotation, there's 100% based on numbers. But once you actually get into the feel of the game and see how it all starts to unfold, that's when I think you need to have some sort of um, just not be so rigid. And we talked about this last night with Shoemaker. It's like he looked like he was going to cruise to six or seven innings. And who knows? Robbie Ray did give up that one run that made it one nothing. now. Jansen did let it slip through uh, the back side of him. But still, maybe Schumacher goes back out there for the fourth inning and throws up another zero. Uh, and he continues to do so. Um, I think whenever you're dealing with humans, there's always going to be a human element uh, in the game. You cannot replace human elements when you're, doing with, when you're dealing with human beings. So I'm all for analytics. Uh, Blue Jays fans, I'd say get ready for more uh, as we continue into 2021 because there will be more decisions like this. Uh, odd roster construction, uh, odd day-by-day batting orders. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you do need to go with your gut from time to time and stand up for yourself and explain to your boss why you made a decision against uh, what they told you to do. Does Charlie feel comfortable doing that as of right now? I don't think he does. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I think that's one thing that they as an organization need to improve on for 2021 um, is it, just... As of now, a little bit better in-game decision-making or going with your gut and not letting numbers dictate the entire story because that's impossible when you're dealing with human beings. Um, uh, if I can add to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I understand that my reaction towards that or my you know summary of that might have sound, sounded a little negative towards analytics. I don't want to give off that impression. 
Um, but it is, I, I should note that, you know, if anybody out there has a problem with roster construction or how the Blue Jays are using uh, computer data or uh, statistics to sort of spit out a lineup, I just wanted to be noted that the Rays trotted out 59 different lineups over the courses of 60 games. Yeah. Okay. So they're doing the same thing, except again, their players, not that our players are bad, just at this current moment, the Rays players are better. We yes. lost to a better team, right? And so there is a space for this to work. And maybe this is just part of the going and learning process with these young players blossoming. I'll give you that. But to say that they're, and I'm, neither of us, none of us rather have, but if anybody's out there saying it's got to be 100% based on, you know, intuition, you're wrong because the Rays are proving yep. this, is, this is method. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Adam, you brought up something that I want to ask you guys. And this question um, is not going into the regular, the, how the whole season uh, played out. Uh, we'll save that for another time. But as kind of more like a rapid fire answer comes to your mind, what you think about knowing that they are swept to nothing. Um, Adam, is this series result a disappointment? Because you did say the Rays are a better team, and they were the only team, I believe, to win 40 games uh, in this shortened 60 game season. They're much better team uh, on paper. So, really quick, uh, is the 2 nothing sweep a disappointment? Should Blue Jays fans be angry with the sweep? Or is it just kind of like what happened happened? Again, we're happy to be here. A game three would have been nice. How are you feeling? What would you, how would you answer that? I'm not angry. Mm-hmm. I, w- you know, I-, I was talking to my buddy Connor about this. I said I was way more upset about the Raptors loss. And I'm a bigger Blue Jays fan than I am the Raptors. And I'm not upset that the Blue Jays lost because my attitude is wasn't anticipating being here. Glad we're having the learning experience. Glad I was able to buy a $40 Blue Jays hat with the postseason patch on it. I'm good. There you go. Uh, I'm, I'm slightly weird. This is stage one. and we're, yeah. um, The thing that pisses me off is that the actual Tampa Bay Rays offense beat us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're their offense, guys, other than in steals, they are like in the 20th percentile. Like They're like in the lower parts of the offensive stuff for the rankings in baseball. It, this is a team built on pitching. And they beat us with their pitching. But you would think it would have been closer to like what the games were for us earlier in this year, especially today, that it would have been, you know, the score would have been right on top of each other. It wouldn't have been something like this that we were they were able to actually, you know, carve out a six run lead. And out of all people doing that, Mike Zanino hitting a goddamn two run home run who hasn't hit a buck fifty. He's been, you know, Danny Jansen's at least showed a little thunder. Mike Zeno has two home runs for the whole season and has looked pretty damn rough for the whole time. And it, the grand slam to Renfro, I can understand, but he is also batting a buck 50 for the season or something like that. So to get beat by those two guys on those two big hits, yeah, that, that part stings to me a little bit because I think obviously we know Ryu's better than that. And then um, watching some of our defense kind of collapse around it to kind of take the wind out of the sails because I think they came into this game fired up and those couple things, those that, that offensive showing from the Rays, timely times were what the difference maker was in this game. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the bullpen did their job. Our bullpen, it, that is. Yeah, the grand slam definitely was the backbreaker in that. When, you know, when Zanina hit the home run and it was 3-0, I'm like, okay, if you get out of this 3-0 down, you give yourself a chance. At 3-0, I was like, ooh, kind of like yesterday. It would be tough to come back against the Rays with their pitching but they did score two runs uh, in the end, and it would have made it at least a bit closer. After the Grand Slam, I think it said, and I'm just like, it's probably not going to happen. But if it does, we'll be thrilled. Um, 
I got to bring this up because one of my best friends texted me during the game, uh, and he put a big, big smile on my face with this. And I'll preface this by saying, uh, think of Blue Jays talk and some of the whole Blue Jays talk callers sure. uh, that call in and complain about absolutely everything. I got a text from him, and funny enough, his name is also Brendan. Oh. Uh, and he texted me saying, I'm going to call Mike Wilner and ask him if it's time for a rebuild. Oh, and, no. <laughs> and it's a complete joke, but that just... Cause He'd every, hang up. Yeah, you know, he would hang up immediately. And for the next 20 minutes, I just could not get that text message out of my head. I kept on smiling and chuckled to myself whenever I thought about it. I'm just like, oh, I just can so picture how this would go over. Oh, it would no. be a hang up or, and be like, are you serious? Yeah. Would you even suggest that? And yeah. we want Craig on camera, at least. Oh, Craig, you, you've ducked on the camera view. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, well, it's just you and me. For a little while. <laughs> Hopefully it's still recording. Yeah, no, I, I do think that when it comes to, um, you know, these comic relief things and these, the way we uh, sort of analyze, um, you know, today's game, obviously you do need comic relief to, to sort of swallow it. But, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if someone was dead-ass serious about calling up Wilner and saying, yo, man, I think it's time for a rebuild. I guarantee you, though, unironically and uh, without humor that people are calling to say fire Montoya, which I don't agree with yet. 100%. There's definitely going to be those people. Uh, yeah, Craig just said his teams went dead, so keep going. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I got that text, uh, and that just the mood a little bit for me. You know, Adam, I said this right before we started recording, um, and I think you feel the same way. I think Craig feels the same way. Um, I don't know if I would have been able to record if they lost uh, a game like they did last night uh, today uh, or a 3-2 game where they had the tying run on second base or third base and they just could not get that run across. To me, that just makes me way more angry than getting blown out, especially when it happens early in a ball game. The anticipation doesn't continue to crawl up and up and up and up as you get closer right. to the end of the ball game and get later when the stakes are higher. The fact that it became 8 nothing or 7 nothing. Uh, in the second inning, you know, that just kind of sits with me. It's just like, yeah, it's really shitty. But at the same time, look, we have to live with this. And maybe they can come back. Maybe they won't. But at least you start to prepare yourself mentally for the fact that this is it. And I don't know. Do you feel the exact same way as I do yeah. on that? Yeah, it was one of those things where you saw that, at least in the first inning, they're down one zip and for two. Welcome back, Craig. And right. uh, it, it it was one of those situations where you had this glimmer of hope that they were going to come back and then you see it ripped wide open and I'm on the couch and my wife is with my daughter in the other room and I just walk out and be like, looks like that's the game. Uh, it's, it's seven, nothing. So, um, what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, need help. And I was still watching the game and it's kind of one of those situations where you're literally throwing your hands up in the air and saying, they're not winning this. I mean, stranger things have happened. We could have had another repeat six inning like they did against the Yankees. But I'm thinking to myself, they're not winning this. It's easier to just accept it. Just tear yes. the Band-Aid off right away and say, they're not going to win this game. Let's enjoy watching them for one last time and sit back and relax and watch it. That's the attitude I took. And it was way less nerve-wracking. And again, I know I sound like such a defeatist person right now because I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. But at the same time, you know, I'd rather this now than when they're in their prime. 
Because if this happens in their prime, I'm pissed. Me too. And I'm thinking something's wrong. Something's wrong with the formula. But uh, having the understanding that this is a developmental year still, and the the team hasn't even touched their potential in terms of the young core, although we've seen glimmers of it, um, I can't I can't be pissed. I can't. I can't. I I understand that it sucks that the season's over. I'm more disappointed about that. I can't watch them more. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not angry of even the deficit that they lost by. I'm not. The Rays beat Danny Jansen. Let's be honest. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not upset. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Craig, I think you kind of caught the gist of that question based on what you heard now that you've rejoined. Like I think I mentioned in our, our uh, the beginning of it, at least I saw some glimmers of what what is going to come from this roster next yeah. season with Nate Pearson and the fact that Danny Jansen did have a very Pat Borders, like I mentioned the other day, <laughs> for a playoff series. True. And um, there were enough to get me excited for next year. Like they're, like if they get back to this season, this the postseason next year, like you would expect, because you would think they're only going to add during this offseason, they find have. more ways to uh, get fill in some of these gaps. At least it might not be the big name or whatever, but there's not going to be. I'm sorry to say, even though I just pulled a John Delar, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for a second. <laughs> Thank you, teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as it goes, I just think there's enough here to look forward to. Yes, it sucks. I would. I wasn't ready to stop watching Blue Jays baseball for the year. Um, but the fun part about this is, worst case scenario, after Major League Baseball is wrapped, period, we get to dive into the offseason with all the Blue Jays fans and have everybody on here and console together and have a bright future of many years of Bo, Vladdy, and uh, Biggio and company. So Agreed. there's a lot regardless of what happened this time. I really don't think this is the first, and I don't think it's the only time. Yeah, and you know what? You kind of teed up uh, something nicely there. So I'll give you segue points to this Final question I'll ask you guys before we start <laughs> wrapping things up is um, I thought of this. I forget who put it out there. There's somebody on the Sportsnet broadcast uh, during the game uh, or something I saw on Twitter. Um, and if you can't think of anybody right off the top of your head for what I'm about to ask you, there's no problem. Uh, but, Craig, I'll start with you. Give me one guy uh, heading into the offseason, and this will keep our future discussion to offseason mode. Give me one guy that the Blue Jays traded for that you'd like to see them re-sign uh, on a reasonable contract um, and give me one guy that's under club control for the next two years but not been officially re-signed beyond their arbitration year. So that could be something like Vladdy, it could be Bo, it could be Teoscar, whoever it is. Give me one for each of those categories. I think you need to sign one of the core guys, if not get them just happy, locked up, period. If you want to run away with Bo Vladdy and Vigio and just make it solid, I think that's the basis of your franchise for this year, years to come. And I think having that set in stone and happy very much in the Luis Roberts level contract, you know, it's one thing to know that they're going to make arbitration, but make it solid. Don't give them this bullshit. You know, they're going to be Blue Jays for years to come. Make them happy. Let them play out every game. Give them the chance that Josh Donaldson did not get. By yeah. having that extended contract to be happy in Toronto and playing Blue Jays baseball. Um, I will say the other obvious one is out of our trade deadline guys. I would think that um, if you don't try for Taiwan Walker, I think you're going to be sorely mistaken with the other options on this free agent. And we're going to be hoping for somebody like Nate Pearson to step into what we saw tonight and continue to do that in the rotation. I think they just need one more big-name guy. It might not even have to be a big-name guy, somebody very similar to Ryu, 
that is a sneaky good guy, period, to be at the top of that rotation, to just anchor in for all these other young, talented guys for them to fight out for the last three spots. And honestly, maybe it's Shoemaker. I really don't know. <laughs> Adam, what about you? Yeah, I was going to say, obviously, uh, Walker, depending on the, the cost, um, I think he's going to end up having a high price tag. Um, but Shoemaker, I think I would definitely bring him back if he wants to come back. I don't know how favorable the Blue Jays will sound to him as a result of you know pulling him after three innings. Um, for me... And this may be controversial. If you're going to lock up or extend or you know, avoid arbitration with any of the young core, I think you have to do it all at once. I think you need to look up Lourdes. Uh, well, not, maybe not Lourdes, but Kevin, Bo, and Vlad at least all at once. The problem with that is, is if you're going to do that all at once, and again, we've, we've talked about this at length, so I'm not trying to be you know commercial here. You need to address Vladdy's conditioning. And it's not nearly to the degree as like a Pablo Sandoval. I'm not saying that, but there needs to be a commitment in saying, hey, prove to us for a year that you can stay in shape all year. Like, just prove it. Because I think, and I maybe I'm wrong, I'm not an athlete, but I think he would perform better as a result. I think it would unlock a lot of untapped potential. So I'll having said, yeah. So if he can have a solid offseason with solid nutrition, good training, heading into spring training, he maintains that all year, then I could say, okay, you've earned it. And as a result, obviously, Kevin and Bo, we know what you are. Let's just get all that out of the way. We'll extend the three of you right now. Have the the space and the capital to do it. Yeah. Um, but if I'm going to do a player on the roster right now, it's Tay Oscar. Lock mm. him up. Uh, like, even if it means just buying out his arbitration year so you don't have to worry about it, um, it's what three years of arbitration he has. Yeah, um, I think it's three. Yeah, I think if, so. if you want to sign him for a five year deal as of right now, and you know, so you buy out those arbitration years and you have them for an extra two or four in an option, do it now. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, that's also that nice back for him, too. Yes, now yeah. you have a good what 70 80 game sample size carrying mm. over from the year before. Yeah, what he really looks like as a baseball player. He might not be the best defender, but honestly, his he's looked very well Jose Bautista in right field since they've mm-hmm. surplanted him in right field. He's got a cannon for an arm that makes up for a lot of those little bounce around the outfield balls that, you know, like we saw last night, that he might not have gotten to as quickly, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And look, we saw it with Jose Bautista when he broke out. Now, I know that's 54 home runs. But they did not wait around in also a different regime. They locked Jose up and it ended up being a complete steal of a contract for the production they got. I agree, Adam. I would lock up Teoscar right now, uh, whether it's a four or five year deal, extend him something very similar to Randall, uh, because yeah. I think he's way better offensively than Randall Gritchick as an all around hitter. Um, if I was to pick the order in which I think the three kids will get their extensions, I think it'll be both first. And I would not be surprised to see it this offseason. I still think they're going to wait maybe one more year to do Vlad and Kevin. Um, there's still some things that they both have to figure out. I think Bo is the most polished of the three of them right now and the most ready to go. So I would go Bo there and to put a uh, to put a bow on uh, on who I think should be extended from who they got at the deadline. I'm operating under the assumption that Taiwan Walker is going to be one of the most in-demand free agents yeah. out. That's how he performed. So I don't think it's likely. 
But just based on how bad Robbie Ray was this year, I think you could get him back on a cheap one-plus option year. Uh, and you know what? You can load it up with some incentives. Yeah. And another full spring training and start of the season for Pete Walker to work with Ray, you could have one and one A and one B with Ryu, Pearson, and Ray to start next year. Now, it could backfire, but that's why it's a short-term contract. Uh, I do like the idea of Robbie Ray, and I let's see it personally because I don't think Walker will be back. Yeah, I almost think you can get Robbie Ray back on a little bit more money-loaded version of the Matt Shoemaker deal. Yeah. Just because he does have a little bit more of a track record than Shoemaker has had. And I think that it will, you know, probably drop extra mil on it or whatever it might be. But I think that something like that would actually be very beneficial. And he's obviously been very comfortable since coming to the Blue Jays organization. I can't say Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there is some level of comfort there that I think will carry pretty well in his decision. Where the flip of that is the opposite for Taiwan Walker. You didn't even use me in the playoffs. What do you want me here for? Yeah, no, it's true. Well, I mean, guys, that's really all I have for you. I know we wanted to keep it short. I wanted to get your thoughts on the season ending. Uh, it sucks to say. Uh, I think we were all under the impression that this series was going to go at least three games. So it sucks knowing that we won't be tuning into Blue Jays baseball at four o'clock tomorrow uh, to watch game three, which would have been awesome to see it play out. Uh, any final thoughts from either of you? Anything we haven't touched uh, before we uh, before we wrap up this show? Our 70 listeners tonight on the uh, post-game show are rather quiet. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. That's surprised. If it was a bad win, I think we'd be a little bit more animated, even though this is a terrible... I'm sorry, if it was a bad loss, we'd be yeah. a little bit more animated, but this is just a, a blowout, so what are you going to do? But yeah. No, I have nothing more to add. I just think, look, Lot to look forward to. Keep your heads up, chins up, and uh, go Blue Jays, man. All day. Uh, so I have one other question for you guys before. Sure, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now that the Blue Jays are eliminated, who the fuck are you rooting for? Because sadly oh, enough, I want to see the I want to see the Tampa Bay Rays just mow right through the Yankees next round, just because of that whole Josh Chapman thing. I really want that matchup. Mm. <laughs> Tampa. It's going to be Tampa and LAD. That's what I think. That's your, oh. that's your pick. And who's yeah. winning for you? LAD. LED. Okay, the Dodgers finally break out of it, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see the Rays getting to the World Series for sure. Um, just with how annoying they've been for the last 10 years, I don't want to see them win at all. Um, you know what? Just for the story, I want to see the Marlins go as far as possible. From a team mm. that's dead in the water <laughs> to a team that's up one nothing against the Cubs and kind of went for it by Starling Marte. They can eliminate the Cubs. It's baseball. Anything could happen. You got a five gamer next, and your rotation is young and good. The Marlins and the Blue Jays are not too far off. I think the Jays are a little bit currently sit. It's the White Sox, the, Mar- the Blue Jays, and the Marlins. Yeah, which are three young teams that are building, and I think all three of them could be dark horses for the postseason next year, depending on how it goes. So go Marlins. Why all not? right, let's go. I think the AL for me is going to come to Tampa and the White Sox. And I think I'm following you, Adam. I don't see the Dodgers being stopped by the trail that they get to go through on this bracket. It just yeah. doesn't strike me as anything. It's almost, I really think they're going to end up playing the Padres next round. And then the Padres, yeah. I, I think they have the pitching to go through the Dodgers. I really don't, regardless yeah. of the fact that they do have pretty good pitching. Right. <laughs> so. But, guys, we already have a team eliminated, and who saw this coming? The fucking yeah, Astros. Yep. The Twins. Yep. Yeah. Ugh. 
we were not the team eliminated in 2020 from the playoff format, anything like that. Man, 18 straight playoff losses for the Twins. That sucks. Yep. I can't believe how deflated that that offense looks without Josh Donaldson. He wasn't even on the team. He had yeah. the roster. That's nuts. He's hurt, isn't he? Yeah, yeah but this is yeah. Josh Donaldson. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I would have probably utilized him all day. Yeah. I would just had him on the roster just to be that guy in the freaking locker room firing everybody up. Because exactly. you know even if he's sitting on the bench, he's firing everybody up and calling everybody out. Yep. <laughs> but I don't care what happens. If the Astros win, I'm going to be very angry. I would rather <laughs> even see the Yankees win over the fucking Astros right now. I just can't have them win the World Series after they were caught cheating and being quote-unquote not cheating now. It's yeah. been all of yeah. it. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with that. But, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening in to all of our shows this entire season. Uh, it's been a pleasure to bring you Blue Jays coverage uh, ever since Adam joined. And awesome, the dynamic with the three of us. From covering and previewing Spring Training 1.0 to the uncertainty around COVID-19 to the point where we seriously questioned if there would be a season because of the uh, disputes between Major League Baseball Players Association and the owners and putting Ralph Manford on trial, doing our... Uh, Blue Jay trivia night. Blue Jay <laughs> trivia night. Uh, my goodness, there's so many different episodes that we did to milk as much as we could to bridge it to what we did. We successfully bridged it. So, gentlemen, to the both of you, hats off to everybody involved in this, involved to in our listeners who tuned in in April and May when things were pretty doom and gloom. Uh, when it came to baseball. And salutes to you, Blue Jays fans. Uh, you make us want to continue delivering Blue Jays content. Yeah, we will. Well, there's more. <laughs> Just because the season is done for your Blue Jays does not mean that we will be done. We'll be coming at you very soon with some off-season content. And you know what? The off-season can be a very nice distraction from everything that's going on in the world, too. Uh, there's still sports. That's a good thing. Uh, unless COVID decides to shut down the NFL, which one team has been affected. You guys got the Bills. I got the 49ers. That'll take us to February and hopefully better things in 2021, gentlemen. But uh, with that, with that, until then, Blue Jays baseball is done. We coming at you all off season long, we promise. Uh, and we will bridge the gap between now and when they report for spring training, hopefully on time, depending yes. on how things go with yes. the vaccine and everything. So with that, guys, let's end it how we normally do with a let's go Blue Jays. Go Blue let's Jays. Go Blue Jays. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.